We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for January 27th, 2013. And uh, today we're going to be covering a variety of different current events, topics, kind of like a normal study, uh, pretty intriguing stuff we're going to be getting into today, particularly near the end. Um, so we're going to be talking about just doing another update on the uh, gun control legislation because it's, like I said, it's this is really a linchpin for really all of the draconian things that they're going to most likely try to implement. Now granted, they could stage a pandemic, uh, we could have some type of natural disaster, there's other scenarios that could trigger that, but gun control is the key thing that would trigger house-to-house confiscation. If they knew that they had the guns, or if they were coming after the guns, that's going to be the, the main thing that triggers that, typically, um, in the scenario. And you can look back at history, and that's been repeated over and over again. So, first report is Holder begins gun control push. These are kind of rapid fire, like we've been doing a lot lately. The Justice Department is taking the first steps toward carrying out President Obama's executive actions on gun control. Attorney General Eric Holder on Friday released three proposals to strengthen the National Instant Criminal Background Check System, which was one of the 23 actions ordered by Obama last week to implement gun control. He signed 23 executive orders. The proposed regulations would give local law enforcement agencies access to the gun sale database that is maintained by the FBI. The rules would also preserve records of denied weapon sales indefinitely. So again, what they're really trying to do at this point, the main thing they're trying to do, I think, initially, is to build a database so they know where to come get the guns, so they know who are the threats. And this is why we're seeing this this um, happening, because they're going, that's what they're ab- absolutely obsessed with, is knowing who has the guns. Next article, Senator Dianne Feinstein introduced a bill banning assault weapons and high-capacity ammunition clips on Thursday. Feinstein's bill will expand the criteria for classifying military-style assault weapons from a 1994 law, which lapsed a decade later. Her new measure will ban the sale of about 150 types of firearms, including some rifles and handguns, as well as the sale of high-capacity magazines, according to USA Today. The bill will will exempt firearms used for hunting and will grandfather in guns and magazines owned before the law's potential enactment. However, the grandfathered weapons will be logged into a national registry. So again, here here we have the national database. The registry. This is what they're really wanting to do initially. So they know where the guns are and they know where to come get them. And the thing is, is that if they can coerce people into registering their guns, meaning, okay, you have a grandfathered weapon that nobody knows anything about, okay, it's none of their business. Well, now all of a sudden you have this obligation to go to the government, to go to Big Brother, the very, the very Big Brother that's going to be, you know, destroying humanity by the millions, putting them in FEMA concentration camps, uh, force vaccinating them, removing them from their their uh, homes forcibly. This very big brother is going to try to coerce and force everyone to say, okay, you, you need to tell us exactly what guns you have 
and uh, register them, and we'll let you keep them. Yeah, right. So again, it's it's obvious what they're trying to do. It's very obvious. Next report. Now, if you want to see a complete list of the guns that are, are proposed to be banned, I tell you, that, that Diane Feinstein, it, she is so evil, I can hardly stand even look at her. It's like, you know, some of these politicians are so overtly wicked looking, it like, it's like they're going to shapeshift into their father the devil any second. Feinstein is one of them. Uh, Zygmunt Brzezinski. Kissinger. Some of these people just can't even flat, they can't even remotely hide their evil. I mean, it's just like, they're just dripping in it, you know? And it's, these are the very same people that are obsessed with getting, you know, the firearms of Americans. So if you want to see a complete list, I have you a link here. Next report, from Florida to California, a growing number of the nation's sheriffs are standing up to the gun control measures proposed by both the administration and Senator Dianne Feinstein, uh, Democrat of California. Many law enforcement officials have written letters to President Obama and Vice President Joe Biden voicing their concerns over what they believe is an effort to infringe upon the Second Amendment. In New Mexico, 30 of the, of the state's 33 county sheriffs have reminded state lawmakers that they are under an oath to support the U.S. Constitution, and that includes the Second Amendment. The sheriffs are really um, going way back, the last line of defense against a tyrannical government. I, don't, I, I shouldn't discount like uh, locally controlled militia, which has been talked about as well, those types of things. Uh, but from a law enforcement standpoint... And they're going to have a real problem with a lot of these sheriffs. And that's a good thing, because they're, a lot of them are standing up right now. Uh, CNSNews.com previously reported that 28 of the 29 sheriffs in Utah sent a letter to President Obama stating that they will not enforce any new gun laws they believe to be unconstitutional. 28 of 29 in Utah. That's, that's pretty good. Um... I know the guy that the sheriff I had met with back in Fort Myers, me and, me and a man, a Christian brother named Doug, we went there and I had told him um, personally about the avian flu, the potential for pandemic and the potential for what the government may try to impose regarding forced vaccinations. We actually sat down with him and he was totally um, not on board with, with any, he says, I will not permit them to go force, uh, force vaccinate people in, in you know, this county. And then, now, um, Doug had forwarded me another email from him, and, and he was right on board with all these other sheriffs about not allowing gun confiscation in his county. So, there are good sheriffs out there, and um, uh, these are the ones, you know, that you would want to support and, and try to educate as much as possible as well. So, a host of Oregon sheriffs have said they will not comply with any new unconstitutional gun regulations either. This is just a partial list of what I mentioned. Now, if you click on the link here, you can go read the whole thing, because there's, there's tons of... They go through a lot of the different states and that I'm not really mentioning for, for time's sake. Uh, some, some, just some headlines this week. Gun owners throng, high noon rallies, uh, swarm state capitals. There's been a lot of state capital um, peaceful protests going on. Here's one I just found out about yesterday. Million Man March armed... A uh, million man armed march for the Second Amendment on state capitals planned for February. 
This is a story from Smash Pipe. Confirms an email we recently received from the source. And it says, A peaceful armed Million Man March is being planned to take place on February 8, 2013 upon state capitals around the country. I don't know how they're going to be armed, but uh, because it's illegal. Oh, okay, I'm thinking Washington, D.C. That would be illegal. There's a quote here from quote here that is from George Mason, the co-author of the Second Amendment. And he says, To disarm the people is the best and most effectual way to enslave them. So, this has been well known for a long time. And if we go further into this article, it says, a, As a peaceful act of protest, we the people on February 8th, 2013 will march on our state capitals and protest the Second Amendment to the United States Constitution as ratified by the states and authenticated by Thomas Jefferson, Secretary of State at the time, says a well-regulated militia is necessary to a to the security of a free state. The right of the... Remember what I said about militia a minute ago? Uh, the, to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. We, the people of the United States of America... The country, not the corporation. That's a whole other discussion. Hereby declare to any and all who wish to confiscate our guns, we will not comply. So you've got really battle lines being drawn. You've got the satanic Luciferian uh, devils with Obama at the head and then his handlers ahead of him aggressively, aggressively taking a stance now to... Disarm the population to confiscate guns to, at bare minimum, build a huge, gigantic registry and database so they know exactly where the firearms and weapons are. And again, these these are residences that could easily be targeted for drone strikes. Easily. I mean, this is the prime one of the primary methods of war that they use now in the Middle East, in Afghanistan, drone strikes. Well, instead of sending a SWAT team in, they could potentially, whatever, you know, get killed, which they could care less about that, but they've only got so many people. Now, granted, if they bring foreign troops in, they'll be more than happy to do this. But if they send a drone strike in first, take out the actual structure, they're not going to get a lot of resistance. You know? So, I think that this would be one of their plans. Now, remember, the Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne. He's perfectly capable of protecting us in any situation. So, I don't want to take that scenario out of the picture either. I'm not here to instill fear of man. Um, We need to fear the Lord. And follow Him. And trust in Him. And that's that's the main thing. But what I'm just kind of reporting on now are just like current events that are are just breaking pretty much on a daily uh, basis here. Next report. uh, Mayor of Gloversville, New York, predicts Waco-style standoff in response to Obama gun confiscation, which just confirms what I just said. Waco-style standoff. Because the battle lines are being drawn, and they're getting wider. They're getting more aggressive by the day. The evil, wicked, Luciferian, Illuminati elite. And people that are awake in America are getting more awake by the day. Because the handwriting's so on the wall, the gun, the, the, um, you know, the gun stores, the, these gun shows, I mean, record, record turnouts, record uh, ammo purchases, record, record um, firearms purchases. So, 
it's not like either side's willing to capitulate at this point. <laughs> it's, it's, it's something's going to be going down most likely very soon. Next report, gun permit forms question possible affiliation with, quote, anti-government organizations. Opposition to the government may result in denial of Second Amendment rights. So now they're, they're having these gun permit forms, which would go along with this national registry, where you're going to be questioned if you're affiliated with any anti-government organizations. And then that would revoke your Second Amendment right. Now, now these are links to whole stories on these particular subjects. I just don't have time to get into it today. The teaching today is already going to be 20 pages, and that's just covering a lot of things you know, where I can actually just mention it but not go into great detail. Uh, next report, Mississippi governor vows to block Obama gun orders. So there's a governor for Mississippi that's vowed to block it. So there's not, it's just not the sheriffs. There are some governors on board as well um, and other people in political office. Next report, gun owners refuse to register under New York law. Now this just happened. After Democrats in New York rammed a sweeping assault on the right to keep and bear arms through the legislative that failed to exempt police officers from the draconian restrictions... In other words, they're letting the police officers and former police officers these gun control edicts will not apply to because the um, they want them on their side, at least initially. Uh, the New World Order does. Now, later, they'll all be most likely destroyed as well in, in uh, their, our, their own um, law enforcement when they'll, and then they'll institute foreign, most likely foreign troops or just total you know, Illuminati automatons. But going further, it says gun owners and even some lawmakers are planning what has been dubbed potentially as the largest act of civil disobedience in the state's history. That's saying something here. Gun owners and some lawmakers are planning what has been dubbed potentially the largest act of civil disobedience in New York State history. According to news reports, gun rights activists are urging everyone to defy the far-left governor Andrew Cuomo's new regulation mandate, meaning come in and register your guns. They're urging everyone to defy this. It's, it's, it's absolutely evil. It's obvious why they're doing it. Okay, So they're saying everybody defy it, don't register your, your, your guns, and even daring authorities to, quote, come and take it. Now, I learned something about that this week. <laughs> um, we went into a gun, a local uh, gun store, or really it was, it's more of a gun slash survival, that type of store. It's not just all guns. But we went in there, and the guy behind the counter was he was um he had one of those exacto pens the, the 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 exacto knives and he was like cutting these they look like kind of pieces of paper and he says you know what this is and he flipped one over and he, he had all these different kinds some were like i think for bumper stickers some i guess you could put them on your car you could put them on your house whatever and it was a spartan helmet wasn't it a spartan helmet and it said underneath it this this, um, uh, I guess it's a Greek saying called Molon Labi, Molon Labi, okay? 
It's the classical, which was the classical expression of defiance reportedly spoken by King Leonidas I. This is the 300 Spartans at the hot gates, okay, when they were going against the Persian. Uh, to the Persian army's demand that the Spartans surrender their weapons at the Battle of Thermopylae. Okay? This is what they said when the Persians said, come, give us your arms, lay down your arms. And they said, molon lebi, meaning, I guess in Greek, come take it. Come and take it is also an American patriotic slogan most notably used in 1778 at Fort Morris in Georgia during the American Revolution. And later in 1835 during the Texas Revolution. Now that what I just read you was not in the main article, but I went and looked it up because I wanted to know a little bit more about it. So the, the point is, is <laughs> there's a lot of people that know what's coming and they're gearing up for a literal war. This is why I believe they're calling, I had a question about this this week, they're calling Obama the new Lincoln. They keep showing him as portrayed as Lincoln. He took his oath of office on the Lincoln Bible last week. They're comparing him over and over and over now to Lincoln. They're, they want Obama to be Lincoln. They want Obama to be like the North conquered the South. Obama's going to conquer the gun owners, the patriots, the Christians. This is the war though now. It's not North against South so much as it is, okay, this, we are the Illuminati, we are pure evil, we're coming after your guns, we're coming after the patriots, we're coming after the Christians, we're coming after the pro-lifers, we're coming after the preppers. That's the war. And he is the Lincoln for that war. And now that he's in for another four years, there's nothing, there, there's nothing to keep him in check. He doesn't have to worry about staging another fake election or, or his, you know, popularity or anything really like that. The gloves are off, and, I, and I've said this and a lot of other people are saying it as well, that this is the, what the agenda is. Now he's really going to get aggressive. If you think he was bad the last four, wait, you see what's coming for this. And there's a lot of people that are identifying this. So this is why I'm here as a watchman. I'm here to blow the trumpet and to warn I see the sword coming to the city, as the Bible talks about in Ezekiel 3 and 33. And I'm here to warn, but I'm here to hopefully try to do it from a biblical standpoint. So if you see those labels where you see a Spartan helmet and then the, the, the phrase Molon Lebe, and it's spelled M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E, and there's a space between... Uh, it's M-O-L-O-N space L-A-B-E. I may be butchering it. Okay, I'm sorry if I am as far as how to say it. But that's if you see that, that's what it means. Come and take it. Uh, he had a whole stack of these things that he was cutting up. So, <laughs> I'm telling you, some big, heavy-duty stuff coming down the road here, most likely very soon. Analysts say the legislation passed in a frenzy last week in the wake of the Newtown shooting represents the most brazen infringement on the right to keep and bear arms anywhere in the nation. Now, I believe this is the, the, the legislation that um, went through in New York where you're supposed to come and bring all your, you know, register all your firearms. Among other points, the so-called SAFE Act seeks to limit magazines to just seven bullets. Require virtually... Now, why would that be a big deal? Well, because they want to make sure you have the least amount of bullets in your gun as possible if 
if and when they come and choose to confiscate your firearms. They want you to have limited capability to shoot back. That's why. The one, and then they would say the, 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 these, these reptilian liberal devils, whatever they are, basically are coming and saying, well, why would anybody need a gun that could shoot more than whatever rounds, six or seven? And then there was that example last week of the guy breaking into their, into their house and the lady basically, she had, I believe, a revolver and pumped all six bullets into the guy and the guy lived and ran out. And there was only one guy. Okay? You never know exactly where the bullet's going to land. I mean, I've seen reports of like somebody taking 20 or 30 bullets and still walking away. Depends where you hit. It only takes one bullet, but you can fire a ton of bullets into somebody. If they don't go in the right spot, that person will still be functioning. You might bleed out later. What if it's two, three? What if it's a whole gang of people? Might that be why you would need more than seven bullets in a clip? Well, that's, that's why. So, going further, um, I shouldn't have said a clip, it's, it's a magazine, is what you actually put the bullets into, it's not a clip, it's a magazine. Anyway, let's go further here. Um, the SAFE Act seeks to limit magazines to just seven bullets, require virtually all of the estimated one million semi-automatic rifles in the state to be registered with authorities, mandate reporting of patients who express the indications that they may have thoughts about hurting themselves or others by doctors and more. So they're going to get the doctors involved. They're already, they're already in lockstep with the New World Order. They're going to be used mightily, just from the forced vaccination standpoint alone. From the, they've already been used with the mind-altering pharmacia drugs, which virtually all of these supposed mass shooters are always seem to be on, like the Prozac and the, you know, those types of drugs. Always. That's the main precipitating factor. Oh, that and they're probably all MK Ultra Mind Control slaves that have been triggered and then they're on their psychotropic meds. But they blame it on the gun. It's the gun's fault. If there was a gun, somebody with a gun on the property when the maniacs came through the door and started shooting, or people that were armed in there, guess what? The massacre either would not have happened because the person would have been shot down or it would have been greatly minimized. But no, let's create gun-free zones, which are like a big, gigantic, uh, glowing neon sign over these gun-free zones saying, hey, come kill everybody in there because nobody's going to have a gun to stop you. It's so obvious what the solution is, yet, you know, they want us to do the exact opposite because of their warped, satanic logic. So let's go further. Aside from being unconstitutional, experts on gun violence also point out that the draconian schemes are a bad idea. Studies have repeatedly shown that more guns lead to less crime. And there's a link there you can click on if you want to see that. And the phenomenon is obvious across America. Just compare Chicago or D.C. or to Alaska or Wyoming. In other words, look at how well gun control has worked in Chicago and Washington, D.C. Two of the highest, most out-of-control Murder crime rates, if not the worst, in America that have unbelievably strict gun control. Look at the fruit of it. It doesn't work. It does the exact opposite of what it supposedly is intended to do. And yet, the more it doesn't work, again, evidence, Sandy Hook, gun-free zone, the more it doesn't work, the more they cry for the same thing. The definition of insanity is repeatedly doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. 
This is exactly what the gun grabbers are doing. They're insane. But really, they're not insane. They know exactly what they're doing. Their solution is the exact opposite. Their, their quote solution is the exact opposite of what is needed. Because they're of their father, the devil, and of his lust, and of his works, they will do. So if it's evil, they want it. That's just the norm anymore. If it's evil, they're behind it. Pro-abortion, pro-gay, let's bring the Muslims over, let's give them weapons, let's let the illegal aliens flood in from Mexico, just give them everything they want over here, let's, you know, persecute law-abiding citizens, particularly, you know, pro-Christian, pro-gun, pro-life, pro-constitution, preppers, they're the ones that are the enemies. Woe to them that call evil good and good evil. That's all we see anymore in government. It's getting more and more polarized where it's becoming more obvious by the day what's going on here. And as a result of this, more and more people are waking up and that's a good thing. So, preparations are already being made for mass resistance in New York. I've, and, quote, I've heard from hundreds of people that they're prepared to defy the law. And that number will be magnified by the thousands, by the tens of thousands, when the registration deadline comes, says President Brian Olson of the American Shooters Supply, among the biggest gun dealers in the state, in an interview with the New York Post. If, if we collectively don't stand up to this now, then, and, and people go in mass and register their guns, then the next thing is confiscation. Because they're going to know where all the guns are. This is the line in the sand, is I guess the point I'm trying to make. This is the line in the sand. If, they, if, if gun owners will capitulate and do this in mass, then they know where you are. And when they bring all their foreign troops in and all their expendable people, they don't really ma- they, they want a civil war. You have to understand, Luciferians want blood. They want death. They want carnage. They want they, and, 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 it, and it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, it matters on which side it comes, but they figure they're going to win out anyway because they've got superior technology and, you know, more highly trained whatever. So these are sacrifices they've literally viewed a Lucifer. Any world war, it's all sacrifices to Lucifer. That's how they that's how high-level occultists view this. They want this. They want the carnage. So even government officials admit that forcing New Yorkers to register their guns will be a tough sell, and they are apparently aware that massive noncompliance will be the order of the day. Quote, many of the assault rifle owners aren't going to register. We realize that, a source in the Como administration told the Post, adding that officials expect widespread violations of the new statute. Okay, so what are they going to do about it? Here it is. Threats of imprisoning gun owners for up to a year and confiscating their weapons are already being issued by the governor's office. See, now, now we're really getting down to where the rubber meets the road. This is what I've been waiting for. It's one thing to avoid TSA by not getting on a plane. Okay? 
But what about this? This is something now we're, we're getting down to where we're, we're getting to the point where Satan is going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing people into a corner through this wicked government to the point where you're going to have to draw a line in the sand. You're, you're not going to be able to just be neutral anymore and just kind of like avoid things. You're going to have to make a decision. Threats of imprisoning gun owners for up to a year and confiscating their weapons are already being issued by the governor's office, headed by a rabid anti-Second Amendment extremist. And now, granted, understand, these are the most wicked, vile, disgusting, debased, Luciferian, satanic devils that pretty much walk the earth right now. These high-level politicians. And they're the very ones obsessed with this. I hope that shows you the seriousness and the gravity of the moment here. Okay? (laughs) Satan is that concerned about you registering your guns, where your guns are at, and then eventually confiscating them. And we all know where that's going to end up. It gets to that point. So this is headed by a rabid anti-Second Amendment extremist who suggested before the bill passed that confiscation of all semiotic rifles was being considered. What are they going to do to precipitate that? Well, they couldn't do it right now. Well, let's have a few more Sandy Hooks. That's what Obama's going to say. That's what the Illuminati handlers to Obama are going to say. We'll have a few more Sandy Hooks. Maybe we'll have one where a thousand people are killed. Oh, and then nobody, and then anybody that, that possibly would protest it at that point, because there was no guns there to do anything about it, well, they, they, they'll just be demonized beyond belief and just be considered mentally ill and sick and deranged, and they're, they're going to have to all go. I'm telling you, it's where it's all heading. If tens or even hundreds of thousands of otherwise law-abiding citizens refuse to comply, however, um, analysts say New York would either have to start raising taxes and build a lot more prisons. Well, they like doing that. I've reported on that before. Or give up the scheme that experts say will do nothing to reduce violence and that lawmakers say it's aimed at eventual confiscation. They're seeing how far they can push this. They're seeing what the American populace will take at this point. What they will put up with. If they think they can get away with this, they'll do it. Now, if they can't, they're going to they're gonna devise, some, devise some other way. I think the pandemic way is the ultimate way to do this. Because they could say, hey, listen, we got the cure and this little vaccine. Uh, but in order to get the cure, you better, you're going to have to register your guns. You're going to have to turn them in. Because we've just got too much mayhem on the streets. And, that, and you're, you're going to have to let us come in and, and submit to a search of your house in order to get the cure. Something, something about along that line. Because see, if people are really sick and you know they're on death's doorstep because they've done some binary agent in the sky, a lot of people getting flus right now, most of the people getting the flus are the ones that are vaccinated. That's, that's an obvious fact. You can... That's, that's been all over the internet, okay? Because the flu shot gives you the flu. It gives you the very witch's brew garbage that they're trying to prevent. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more later. I'm going to make, this is going to be a longer teaching today. I've been having a hard time get, doing a teaching every week. I, it just, the ministry has exploded and grown so much that I, I, it's hard for me to do one every week. But what I'm trying to shoot for now is to do like a four-part teaching every two weeks. It's easier for me to do it every two weeks than it is every week. And I can go in greater depth 
if I can have two weeks to prepare. Because, I mean, these, are, these teachings are huge. Four hours of, of material, 20, 30-page PDFs. Very, very tough for me to pull off ever, anymore with all the emails I'm getting flooded with and with the health questions and with that last teaching I did where I got into a lot of the health issues. I mean, it just swamped me. You know, and, and, and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that, you know, I just, I have a very hard time turning people away. Um, so that's kind of what I'm shooting for right now. I'm not saying I'm not going to have a teaching every week now. Not to say I would never have that, but um, it's just what one is physically capable of doing. And this is the way it's looking right now for me. So anyway, I just wanted to let you know. So going further here, ultimately this is aiming at eventual total confiscation. Activists involved in the statewide boycott against the unconstitutional statute who spoke to the Post almost taunted authorities, saying gun owners would essentially dare authorities to, quote, come and take it. Didn't we just talk about that? Yeah. (laughs) Come and take it. Molon Leby. That's how you say it. Anyway, according to the paper, leaders of some of the state's hundreds of gun clubs, dealers, and nonprofit organizations citing the New York Constitution's guarantee that gun rights, quote, cannot be infringed, are currently involved in organizing the resistance. Among the primary concerns is that with registration, authorities would know where to go for confiscation. Obviously, that's the reason. An idea already proposed openly by Governor Cuomo himself. Next report. And again, these aren't really reports. These are just titles of the articles that I just wanted to just touch on the title. And there's a link here if you want to explore it further. And that's why I give you the PDF because you can go through, and even as you're, as you're listening, if you want, if you're, if you're uh, going through the PDF following along as I'm talking, I know that's not convenient for everybody, but you can go and maybe stop the recording and then if you're like, well, I want to know more about that, you can click on it, read it, and then come back if you want. So, the next report, Obama's 23 executive orders, where doctors become snitches, gun ownership is a, a, quote, disease, and more. Now, there's a link to that, if you want to know more about that. Next report, uh, this is from Gun Gun Owners of America, which is like, you know, what NRA should be. This is what Gun Owners of America is. Obama goes nuts and offers anti-gunners wish list. Obama is attempting to illegally enact gun control through unlawful and unconstitutional, quote, executive actions, and there's proactive measures. Click here to read about these. There's a link there. Um, Action. Click here to contact your senators and congressmen. Urge them to oppose the universal background check because it is a platform for national firearms registration and confiscation. Another action, click here to contact your senators and representatives, insist that they oppose the national background check, which would set a framework for the National Gun Registry, stop the U.S. Senate from greasing the skids for gun control, Uh, Reed and McConnell are reportedly about to change the Senate rules, here's another one you can click on, click here while, contact them, Uh, we would strongly encourage you to call your senators and demand that they leave the filibuster alone, these are just different issues that you can explore if you like. To be proactive. Uh, Going further. Next report. Communists cheer on Obama's gun control. Communists. You have to look at, okay, here's an issue. Who who is on, (laughs) who is for this? You see the most wicked, evil, deranged, perverted, debased 
people behind this gun control push. Period. Okay? It should come as no surprise that the Communist Party of the United States, there is a Communist Party in the United States, is on board with President Obama's plan to attack Americans' rights to keep and bear arms as a means to end, quote, gun violence right. All it's going to do is perpetuate it. A cardinal feature of the communist regimes, like all dictatorships, is the prohibition of private ownership of arms, creating a monopoly of force in the hands of the state. In, In a January 18th article of People's World, an official publication of the Communist Party, declared, quote, the ability to live free from the fear or threat of gun violence, is a fundamental democratic right. One that far supersedes any so-called personal gun rights allegedly contained in the Second Amendment. So this is spoken from the forked tongue of Satan. The Communist Party of America says that this is our our ability to, we, we have this ability to live Free from the fear of the threat of gun violence. And that's a fundamental democratic right. Democratic it has a lot to do with communist. Okay? And then it says one that far supersedes any so-called personal gun rights that the Second Amendment would afford. It's the exact opposite. The Second Amendment right preserves that. Because an armed population, the government's going to think twice before they go and try to wholesale slaughter them. Okay? So this... The statement is the exact opposite of the truth, which is becoming more and more and more the norm. Just whatever they, whatever comes out of their fork-tongued devil mouths, these evil, wicked organizations and politicians, it's the opposite of truth. Just expect it. Next report. Not everyone will have to abide by Senator Dianne Feinstein's gun control bill. If the proposed legislation becomes law... Government officials and others will be exempt, of course, because they got exempt all the devils. Ms. Feinstein's measure would exempt more than 2,200 types of hunting and sporting rifles, guns manually operated by bolt, pump, lever, or slide action, and weapons used by government officials, law enforcement, and retired law enforcement personnel. That's, that's going to be initial. Because they want the law enforcement and retired law enforcement on their sides for this. Because then they'll, then they'll most likely go along with it. Because they've probably, a lot of them have probably drank the Kool-Aid and believe what the government propaganda. But then once they're of no use to the Illuminati anymore, they're going to be targeted for termination as well. There's, if there's any patriotic bone in their body, they're going to be targeted for termination once they're of no use to them anymore. That's a fact. They've stated that many, many times. So, let's go further. I'm going to play this video here. It's called The New U.S. Government Killing American Citizens proof of that. Now, I'm going to play a series of videos here. So you can see that this isn't just something, I mean, none of this is my opinion. It's all being reported on by different sources. The government now laying out its legal argument for killing American citizens overseas without a trial. Now, this is mainstream news report here. Uh, This is a famous mainstream reporter here. Um, and he's just laying out the facts about how the government can kill American citizens, you know, all, both on our soil and on other soil. So let's go further here. Let me just let me restart this again. The government now laying out its legal argument for killing American citizens overseas without a trial. 
But what about targeting people on U.S. soil? Can they now kill American citizens inside the country? The head of the FBI, when asked about that on Capitol Hill yesterday, stumbled around on this. Does that only apply to U.S. citizen that's overseas, or does that apply to U.S. citizen that's here? As well? I'd have to go back. I, I, uh, I, I'm not certain whether that was addressed or not. So the FBI director is unclear on targeted ruling on targeted ruling of who of if they can kill here or there. He's supposedly he doesn't know. He knows. He just doesn't want to say it in a public venue. You, we have clarity here. He is not certain whether it was addressed, whether our government can kill our own people inside our own country. This really needs to be addressed. We can't just answer this question. No, the government doesn't kill our own people. We have a process for this. It's called the justice system. You file charges. You lock them up. You try them before a jury of their peers. And then that's how they don't kill our own people. Judge. The question is, can they kill our own citizens inside? This is Judge Napolitano. He's actually one of the more decent guys in mainstream media or mainstream news. At our own country. Well, the answer, this is a question we have to ask. It's, it's not a question that we should have to ask, and it's not a question that she, he should have evaded answering. I think he probably knows that the answer is no, but he doesn't want to frustrate his bosses who articulated just two days earlier that the answer is yes. Because at a speech on Tuesday at Northwestern University Law School, the Attorney General of the United States manifested extraordinary ignorance of the Constitution of the United States and suggested the President can kill anybody he wants outside the United States if that person is dangerous, if that person has committed crimes, and if it's impractical to arrest that person. Not in the opinion of a jury, but in the opinion of the president and some secret advisors. The Constitution says to the contrary. The Constitution says if the government wants your life or your liberty or your property, it has to articulate to a jury what law you have violated and prove its case beyond a reasonable doubt to that jury. It's called due process. Without due process, the government could take anything it wanted and kill anybody it wanted. And Attorney General Holder ought to know that. I suggest that Bob Mueller does. And the reason he evaded that answer is because he wants to keep his job. Well, you heard what Eric Holder said. He said there is due process, but there is not due juris something or other. Judicial process. Not judicial process. What the Attorney General said, let me make his argument. His His argument is that there is a substituted form of due process that if the president and his advisors carefully consider the danger of a human being and conclude that that human being needs to be stopped before that person causes any more danger, then the president can kill him. That's their argument. There is no case law that stands for that. There is no statute that authorizes it. And it directly defies the Fifth Amendment to the Constitution. Sounds like a crime against humanity. What's the difference between that and what Bashar al-Assad is doing to his own people? What is the difference? Nothing. What's the difference between killing somebody in America with a drone in, in Yemen and killing an American with a drone in Peoria. Nothing. Same argument that Eric Holder made at the uh, Northwestern Law School on Tuesday uh, about uh, Al-Awlaki in Yemen could be made about somebody in Peoria tomorrow. You make an illegal lane change in Hollywood on the 101 freeway and a drone will just shoot you out of the sky and throw you, you know, bury you. Well, I don't know that it's going to I don't, I don't know, know either, but who'd have thought we'd that. ever get to here? Who, who would have thought that we'd even be having a conversation like this, that the attorney, that the head of the FBI would hesitate to answer a question that is so imbued in our history and our law and our values, due process precedes punishment, that he can't answer that in public. And we're worried about contraception. Uh, correct. 
Correct. We do not have our priorities straight. The last time the federal government claimed... Now, I believe he was in reference to that case where the, the girl was freaking out about her not being able to get free contraception. Remember that whole disgusting debacle? I think that's what he was in reference to. And ...that it could kill Americans was in the Civil War. And even Lincoln said it could only be done in, during combat. This federal government, this administration says it can kill Americans when they're riding with their children in a car in a desert. I don't know, Judge. Thank you. You're welcome. Keep watching them, please. Of course. And here, I mean, this is this is mainstream reports here we're dealing with. Okay, this isn't like, you know, you could say, well, it's Alex Jones blowing things out of proportion. This was not Alex Jones, okay? This is how out of control this rogue, satanic government is. So, you know, they can't even believe what's going on. I mean, they're, they're you know, they can't even believe it. So let's go to the next little clip. And it's entitled, Obama will kill more school kids to get your guns. This is from Nevada Governor Constitutional Party candidate for 2014, David Lori Vanderbeck. I'm going to play about six, a little over six minutes of this particular clip, and um, we'll see what he has to say. My name is David Laurie Vanderbeek. I'm the Constitution Party candidate for governor of the state of Nevada in 2014. The point I want to begin with here is that for the entire year of 2013, we are at a red alert level for Obama to prepare to declare martial law. So I want you all to know that you have full permission to download and repost my videos wherever you want. I retain no copyright on anything I've posted, except you cannot alter what I've said or manipulate the message. This is the time where we show that Obama has no clothes. This is where we as Americans unite against the tyrant and castrate his illegitimate criminal presidency. If you have been paying attention, you notice that there was a recent shift in the White House attitude toward guns. Because we know they wanted to confiscate all firearms. They tested it in Illinois to see if they could get a Chicago-style gun ban statewide. Be assured. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but they did try that, uh, was, I don't know, last week, 10 days ago, where they actually tried to get this total confiscation, ramming it through whatever legislature they have for Illinois to try to get a total-style gun ban. They figured, hey, if we're going to pull it off anywhere in America, it's going to be here. Chicago's home state, it's you know Obama's home state, it's corruption, central with Illinois, so this is what he was in reference to. They weren't able to, to do it, though, thank God. Third, ...that the White House was behind it. Remember, Chicago is Obama's mafia city. Chicago is also a likely target or location of the next large government staged terrorist event because of the mafia government. Death. Like Sandy Hook. But there was a shift... The White House backed away from a full gun ban to focusing just on assault rifles with high-capacity clips. They really want the uh, assault rifles ban. Here's my rule, folks. Whatever Obama wants very badly, I want the opposite. Everything I know about Obama is that he belongs in jail. 
which is why I did the video about a few of his crimes called Mr. Obama Put Me on the White House Kill List. If you search the term White House Kill List, you'll see it's the top video. Okay, so he's got four videos he's done on the side here. You can click on them. Uh, one of them is if Obama sends police to take your guns, execute them. Now, I, listen, I'm not, okay, I'm just saying, these are the titles. The next one is, did Obama order Sandy Hook to get your guns? Obviously, yes. Next one, if Obama sends police to take your guns, is there going to be civil war? Question mark. And then the last one is, Mr. Obama, please put me on your White House kill list. Um, now, this guy, I mean, you know, he's dressed up in a suit. He's the constitutional party candidate for Nevada, for governor for 2014. You know, it's not like he's dressed up in, like, you know, um, camos and got a black ski mask on making this announcement. It's it's a little different as far as that goes. So, let's go further. Why is the White House answering all of our petitions all of a sudden? If you were paying attention, it started, or seemed to begin, when Alex Jones went on CNN and told Piers Morgan, the British royalties operative, that if the government came to confiscate our guns, that 1776 would commence again. It was the first time my whole family gathered to watch the news and cheer together for an American standing up to a representative of English royalty. That declaration started a firestorm, and rightly so, because Alex was simply responding to all of the leaders in the federal government calling for gun restrictions as a result of the Sandy Hook massacre that the federal government staged. For my reasons for that, I refer you to my video. Now, okay, he's going to refer you to the video on the Sandy Hook. The, the Sandy Hook thing, I could have literally been doing teachings since Sandy Hook, just dedicated to all of the government mess-up debacle surrounding that staged, 100% staged event of those children being killed, all so that they could come back and say, oh, look at all these dead bodies of these children. That Oh, so, just so happened we're responsible for every bit of it. And look at this, we got to take away your guns to prevent this from ever happening again, which is the exact opposite. There's so much overwhelming evidence regarding Sandy Hook now, I would have to literally devote everything to just cover it all. I, I, more stuff every single day. Alex Jones just put up something new today on his website. I see websites all the time. So many things just so do not add up with that, if you believe the official narrative. It's lies and garbage, just like every one of these other staged events we've had in recent years. You know, did Obama order Sandy Hook shooting to get your guns? The White House can monitor all the chatter in the public because they've set up a police surveillance state. So Obama now knows that the voice of the people is truly against him. But he can never publicly admit that, so they have to play cool. Obama is the cool dictator. They have to act like there is nothing wrong, like they aren't going for the guns, or they're willing to compromise and just go for the assault rifles. We have to keep the pressure on and the fire burning, because Obama is simply backing off for the moment. He will come back with a vengeance. Obama has not begun to fight the American people. 
during this time that Obama is backing off, you must use it to your advantage to continue to prepare for the hardships ahead of this nation. What hardships? I speak of events in the near future, including more government-staged school shootings, more government-staged church shootings, more government-staged mall shootings, sporting events shootings, and probably body bombings with many, many dead. Anywhere there is a gun-free zone, there may be a shooting. We are dealing with a president who is a psychopath, surrounded by psychopaths in the federal government. Obama has to work with Homeland Security to orchestrate a disaster that is so bad that it warrants the declaration of martial law when he will throw down the hammer, kill leaders like me immediately, and initiate TSA-style gun ban checkpoint warfare. Yes, Obama will kill more school kids to get your guns. The only thing that will stop him is, is we the people in full political offensive this day and every day. It is not time for violent resistance. Now, I, I'm not... Listen. The Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne. Yes, the Lord Jesus Christ could stop in a heartbeat. But the bottom line is... God's judgment on America, 40-year anniversary versus Roe versus Wade. I've seen a lot about that. You know, it's going to happen, okay? I'm here as a watchman to warn. I'm not saying the Lord Jesus Christ can't protect you. Also knowing that a lot of people are also going to die regarding this coming um, thing. But it's because collectively, and I don't mean like my listeners, but collectively America... And the lukewarm 501c3 corporate frozen chosen church, who wants their ears tickled, have collectively turned their back on God. Um, and, you know, you can go all the way back to taking prayer out of the schools, Roe versus Wade, the silence of the church on so many of these different issues. And, and again, we're going to look at and see that the church is actually on the side of the gun grabbers, collectively, from a 501c3 standpoint, corporate church, not all churches, but I would say most. We're going to look at that a little bit more later as well. So, yes, God's judgment is set. There's no doubt about it. I'm not denying that. I'm not saying that we're, we're supposed to fight something God's trying to, you know, trying to do in, in that regard. We are supposed to fight evil. We're supposed to resist evil. Resist the devil and he will flee, that type of thing. We're supposed to expose evil, to reprove and to manifest the unfruitful works of darkness and to have no fellowship with them. That means to cast light on them. That's what I'm trying to do right now and warn. But the night is coming when no man can work. So when he said that, it's it's all, in, in his eyes, it's all man-centered. It's all what we do. Okay, so I just want to temper that with... Okay, what does the Bible have to say? I mean, you look at, I mean, for instance, I was reading this morning, and I wanted to read this verse. This probably would now be a good time to, to read this particular verse, kind of regarding this, this subject. This series of verses just reminded me of what is going on regarding just, I think, the typical, the typical person that would call them Christian 
themselves Christian in America, and a, and a lot of other places. Second uh, Kings seventeen, verse nine, and the children of Israel did secretly those things that were not right against the Lord their God, and they built them high places in their cities, from the tower of the watchmen to the fenced city, and set them up images and groves in every high hill. And under every green tree. And you could say, well, we're not doing that. The, the frozen chosen 501c3 corporate church isn't doing that. Idols come in different forms. It doesn't have to be that you're literally worshiping an idol under an oak tree. Okay? Idols can be, you know, sports, vanity, a, a host of things. Anything before God, essentially. So, and they burnt incense in all the high places and did as the heathen whom the Lord carried away before them and wrought wicked things to provoke the Lord to anger. I mean, anymore, the, the typical person that will call themselves a Christian is doing the same thing, the heathens, the ones that wouldn't even identify themselves. They can go to the same events, the same things, and act in the same way, okay? And again, I think a lot of this do stems from the silence of the church about a lot of the issues that I get into on a weekly basis, the things that the church should have been warning their flock about, but because... The pastors are hirelings, who's somebody that's doing it for the money. A hireling has no true love for the sheep, but the true shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. That's the difference. They're not warning. They're not preparing. They're being destroyed for lack of knowledge. They're ignorant of Satan's devices, so now Satan has an advantage of them. They're not, you know, marking them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned and avoiding them. No, they just, everybody's like, on equal footing. All of these apostate preachers and stuff, nobody's really marking them or warning about them. That's not being done. They're not reproving the unfruitful works of darkness and having no fellowship with them. No, no. They're not reproving them and they are having fellowship. This is the idolatry that I'm in reference to here. Okay? Just so you know. So, and they burnt incense in all the high places and did as the heathen whom the Lord carried away before them and wrought wicked things to provoke the Lord to anger. For they served idols, whereof the Lord had said unto them, Ye shall not do this thing. Um, yet the Lord testified against Israel and against Judah and all the prophets, and by all the seers, saying, Turn ye from your evil ways, and keep my commandments and statutes according to the law which I commanded you. Now they were under the, the Old Testament Levitical law at that time, and they were supposed to keep that, but they weren't doing that at all. Okay, um, Jesus Christ is a better covenant. Okay, uh, um, these types of things. I've gotten into that on many, many occasions. Done whole teachings on the difference between Old Testament Levitical law and now morality-wise, wherever that law pointed out a morality thing, that's something we still want to keep today. Like the Bible talked about, man will not be with man in the Old Testament, and woman shall not be with woman, and you're not supposed to lay down with an animal, and you're not supposed to, you know have relations with, you know, your sister, your brother, and the morality things, okay? Uh, the things that were mentioned, like, in the Ten Commandments, and th those types of things. Sabbath is a different deal. I got into that on several teachings I've done, just keying Sabbath in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, because I did about four or five studies on that one subject alone. So I want to kind of clarify that. Not with, then it goes in verse 14, Notwithstanding, they would not hear, but harden their necks, like to the neck of their fathers, that did not believe in the Lord their God. Okay, uh, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness 
would fall in that as well. They hardened their necks. He that hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. Hardeneth your neck means hardening your heart and your neck and being stubborn toward God. Being in rebellion toward God. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. That's the norm now for most people that will call themselves Christians. And I'm not saying that because I think I'm Mr. Perfect. Okay, I'm not saying that at all. I've, I've said this many times, if I got what I deserved, I'd get death and hell, apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. But if we would judge ourselves, the Bible says we would not be judged. Okay, judge righteous judgment. He who is spiritual judgeth all things. Not hypocritical judgment, where it says judge not lest ye be judged. That was when you have a beam in your own eye, and you're judging the speck in your brothers. You're a hypocrite doing that. But we're supposed to judge matters, and we're supposed to judge situations. Not in a hypocritical way, not in a sanctimonious, I'm better than, holier than thou way. Not that way. Okay, so it has, judgment has to be done righteously. God loves righteous judgment. And when there's no righteous judgment in the land, it grieves God, and it says that he draws salvation unto himself. Meaning, in that particular environment, it's almost impossible to get saved. You think a lot of people are truly getting converted right now in this cesspool environment in America? No, there's no right. There's hardly any righteous judgment, and the Bible says that. I believe it's in um, Isaiah, where he will draw salvation unto himself when there's no righteous judgment in the land, and that's just one of the things that God despises. He loves righteous judgment. So going further, um, let's just skip ahead here. Uh, and they left all the commands of the Lord their God and made them molten images, even two cows, and made a grove and worshipped all the host of heaven and served Baal. Now, it, it is going to be coming back to this overtly. I believe it's literally going to be coming back to, like, Old Testament, flat-out idolatry. I'm in front of a stinking idol, and I'm going to worship it. It's been more subtle than that up until now. But when men's consciences are seared with a hot iron, and I'm talking about these lukewarm Christians. I'm talking about the Christians like in uh, Revelation 3, the Laodicean Christians, that are neither hot nor cold, but lukewarm. God's going to make them hot or cold one way or another. Most likely, they're going to be put in that position. They're going to be forced in that, into that position by the Antichrist and the false prophet and the coming New World Order system because they're not going to have a choice. Either serve God and die for a lot of them. Not all. God can protect. But a lot of people will be martyred. Obviously, you look at Revelation and Daniel, and these types of things. Either serve God or die, or serve Satan, and live for a temporary time period, and then you're going to burn in the lake of fire for eternity. Those are the only two options. That's it. It's black and white. The word of God's very clear. So, I believe we're coming back to open idolatry eventually. Hasn't quite got that bad yet. Of course, in some places I'm sure it has. And they caused their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire. They were literally sacrificing their children to Satan in the fire. Coming back to that, too. And used divination and enchantments, witchcraft, and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke them to anger. Therefore, the Lord was very angry with Israel. And this is how I, I almost believe the Lord is speaking about this this, this morning, because I read this this morning. And removed them out of his sight. And there was none left but the tribe of Judah only. Also Judah kept not the commandments of the Lord their God, but walked in the statutes of Israel which they made. Meaning they walked in idolatry as well. And the Lord rejected all the seed of Israel. All the seed. So see, in other words, if you're the dad doing this, it's going to have an effect on your family. Or the mom. 
but mostly the dad, the head of the household. If there is one, because a lot of times now anymore there isn't. And the Lord rejected all the seed of Israel and afflicted them. This is what's coming to America, starting, the birth pangs are starting kind of now. And afflicted them and delivered them into the hand of the spoilers. The spoilers are coming. All of this stuff about gun control, all this stuff's going to happen. Why has Obama and all these wicked people and wicked devils been permitted to do this in the sight of God? All these abominations and evil. Because we are being collectively turned over to this. Because of our collective silence throughout the years. Not mine, I'm not saying my listeners, but a tiny remnant doesn't compensate for all the wickedness done by the vast majority hordes, especially the ones that would call themselves Christians. Doesn't just undo their wickedness and undo all the wickedness that has went in the land and all the innocent blood crying out from the land that has to be dealt with from a judgmental God standpoint. 55 million babies, or 56 or 55 million babies since Roe vs. Wade. We have this 40-year period. And that's just the ones we know about. There's probably way more than that. There's way more than that just from contraception. The pill, the patch, IUDs. These are all potential abortifactive birth control methods. Meaning, you can be doing these things and you'd be aborting a baby every month and you're not even knowing you aborted. Or maybe even more. Maybe if you had twins, abort too. You don't even know that your womb is an abortion factory. Because the pill, the patch, the IUD can work in that way. Are those babies any less precious in God's sight? I never heard that before. Look it up. Look it up. I've done many teachings on it. Everything surrounding the abortion industry are sacrifices to Satan. They want to keep you in the dark about all of this stuff. So that you're defiling and bringing a curse on yourself. I was just using contraception because of this and that. I didn't, I wasn't, well, that's exactly, the devil wants to keep you in the dark about it. He doesn't want you to know. All the millions upon millions upon millions of innocent babies that have been aborted by all these different means over the years, just on American soil, not even, you look at worldwide, it's, it's way over a billion, way over. I, I just saw the statistic the other day on the radio. They said that one third of all pregnancies in America now are terminated through abortion. One-third. In African-American races, it's it's a little over one-half. Because that was the start with Margaret Sanger. She targeted the blacks with the um, black preachers that she would literally hire and send out and get them to brainwash their congregations into aborting their babies and all this other stuff. Because Margaret Sanger corresponded with Hitler. And they were both beyond eugenicist racists. Jews, blacks, you name it. And their goal was to wipe those races out because they heavily believed in evolution and they believed that they were a lower life form and they weren't as evolved and they were this off-scouring scum that needed to be eliminated off the planet so that they could bring about the Aryan fifth root race, the God-man. Blonde hair, blue eyes, these are the, you know, the acceptable ones. I'm getting way off track there, but I'm trying to tie all this together so you can understand where a lot of the roots of this come from. Um, key in abortion in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. See my teachings. The occultists believe it's a sacrifice to whatever god they're worshipping, every abortion that goes through their clinic. 
It's beyond sickening. Beyond sickening. So it says, and the Lord rejected, now this is what I believe is coming to America, and the Lord rejected all the seed of Israel and afflicted them. We're coming into that point of affliction. And delivered them into the hand of the spoilers. The foreign troops that they've got ready and poised to do the bidding of the New World Order that hate America and Americans. China, which owns so much of this country as it is. All of these other foreign countries that are just poised to come in and rape and pillage and steal. We have been the focus of their rage for a long time. The Muslims, how about them? Who hate us with a white-hot hatred? All of these groups are going to be employed and used, I believe, in the coming purge, in the coming war of the New World Order, particularly on the middle class of America, on these people that I have mentioned. So, and deliver them into the hand of the spoilers until he had cast them out of his sight. So, I just read that this morning, and I I really felt like I needed to read that today. That's a reason. And that's not an indictment against my listeners, okay, at all. I'm just saying this from a generality standpoint. I want to keep some biblical balance here. I don't want to just focus on, oh, yeah, we're going to, you know, like Alex Jones and this guy and these types of things. We can overcome this if we do this. I don't see any Bible for that. I just don't. I see Bible for resisting wickedness and evil and defending your family and not being ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us, and exposing the hirelings and the wolves and the ministers of Satan that appear as ministers of righteousness, exposing them and reproving the unfruitful works of darkness and having no fellowship with them, as the Bible commands. I see Bible for that. So again, I'm trying to have biblical balance here regarding this whole subject. So let's go further with what this man is saying here. It is time to make your voice heard. And to prepare yourself and your family, physically, emotionally, mentally, financially, and spiritually, for the rebirth of America. America is... Uh, Again, I don't believe in that at all. Rebirth? It's going to be rebirthed into probably one of the, the ten super states that the Bible talks about in, you know, Revelation and Daniel and these types of things. Which one will have its own king? So, this is going to be the North American super state, which will be obviously assimilated and part of the one world government, new world order. Now, I'm trying to be biblical here regarding what we're talking about. It's pregnant with an idea. An idea that Obama has been assigned to kill. America is pregnant with the idea of freedom. You must fight and protect your freedom as if it was your own child. And realize that Obama is here to kill it. Obama is willing to kill whoever it takes to get his way. He is willing to shoot up school buses and show the bloody bodies of children on TV if that's what it takes. He will do it. Recently, two prominent supporters of the gun rights movement died and one from a clear case of homicide. It is the beginning of Obama's purge. This is not the time for retaliation or even talk of retaliation. I recently... Okay, so he he goes into, you know, another avenue there. You can listen to the whole thing. It's about another six minutes. Then he makes this big appeal 
for people to literally come to his home state, Nevada, where he's saying that, you know, they've got all of this set up or whatever. I'm not saying go to Nevada, okay, but, um, you know, that's where he goes with the rest of the conversation. If you want to hear it, it's the links here, and uh, let's go a little bit further here. Dale, I don't know if you've seen the newest billboard for Newsweek. Now, granted, it's online now. I believe they stopped making print. But here's Newsweek's latest blasphemous messianic-themed cover, Obama cover, where Obama is billed as literally the second coming. And here it shows Obama, and it's a side view, total side view. You're seeing like his right shoulder and the side of his, his demon-possessed uh, head. And he's sitting there looking off, and it says the second coming. And it's below there. Like the second coming of Christ is what they're comparing this guy to. The most wicked, vile president by far, I believe, we've ever had. And they have the blasphemous, irreverent, non-fear of God audacity to build this guy as the second coming. And then it says America expects, can he deliver? Oh, he's Oh, he's got a lot of unfinished work to do, as he said. A lot of unfinished work, and it's all evil. Here's another little thing I saw this week, a picture. I thought it was good here. It says, gangster government shows Obama. We're going to punish our enemies, and we're going to reward our friends who stand with us. Yep. And there's a link to the blaze.com, the the story about the newest messianic cover. So I'm going to go ahead and stop here, and we're going to go to part two next. So God bless you, and we'll see you in part two. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2nd Line 450, Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West. Number 202, third line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613. Or on the internet, PayPal can be used at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.